everyone, welcome to Nancy's Nuggets, a podcast dedicated to sharing stories from real people, fun facts, music, and more. The goal is to relax, listen, maybe you'll resonate with someone or something. We're all on our own journey together. Enjoy. Hi guys, and welcome back to the show. Uh, Today we have Brian McGordy from Core Title in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Super excited to learn a little bit more about Brian and uh, let's just jump right into it. So uh, Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, Born and raised Barrington, New Jersey, and uh, kind of moved around a little bit in the the tri-state area, uh, but found my home here in Marlton. Work for Core Title. We are a full service title insurance company licensed Jersey PA, Florida, Michigan. My formal position in the company is VP of business development. Uh, I'm in charge of helping running the sales team as well as managing a book of business and trying to find new exciting ways for the company to grow. Awesome. Yeah. And I actually met Brian through my fiance's sister, uh, Blair. She's actually in BNI, um, which for anybody out there who doesn't know what BNI is, it's this awesome networking I mean, how would you describe it, Brian? Um, I would say it's a formal networking group. It, it's one of those paid ventures where, um, you know, it's a isolated networking environment, meaning that there's only one profession allowed in each and every group. So that way there's not any stumbling over toes. Um, but the reason why, again, they do that is to share, I guess, the influence of everybody in the group with each other, but kind of selfishly amongst themselves rather than do a huge thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And as a real estate agent, you know, definitely great connection to have uh, with Brian. So he's just awesome. Awesome. And uh, I think the first time we met, you have this like amazing uh, networking, (laughs) not like skill. Um, You know, everybody has their like title or something that they're good at. Um, Brian, for sure, is like, would you say like the networker? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I appreciate that. Believe me, there's, as they always say, there's always somebody better, you know, than you out there in the world. But I, I just love networking. Um, to be quite honest, you know, the reason why I really got into networking is I had, just like many people, a big fear of cold calling. It just wasn't my thing. You know, I enjoy being right in front of somebody, you know, having a conversation, looking at them in the eye and, you know, looking at their body language, how they're operating and, and how they're receiving the information that I'm giving them right, you know, full time, right time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'm learning in real estate. Like, actually meeting people in person. I mean, there's no, nothing else compares, you know, like you can talk to people back and forth online. You can message people, you know, on Facebook or LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff, but real connections. I mean, that's the way to go. So super cool. All right. So Brian, we're going to kind of dive in. So, you know, this is going to be on like a personal professional, you know, just whatever you feel comfortable answering. Um, you know, this podcast is really about just sharing your story and, you know, everybody's just kind of sharing a little bit about their journey in life and what they're going through. And hopefully, you know, some people in the audience might relate, you know, they might also do something similar or work in the same industry uh, and just might kind of connect with some things that you're saying from a professional standpoint, what are some challenges that you face? Professional standpoint, that, that's a good question. Uh, right now, we're in a good growth mode. Uh, we're in four states, Jersey, PA, Florida, and Michigan. And the one thing that you struggle with, or any company, is keeping the same brand. You know, a lot of times, uh, depending on for financial reasons or, or locations or, or sometimes even just the culture of the different areas, you know, what's widely accepted maybe in New Jersey isn't the same in Florida. And, and you know, you go in that, down that path. So keeping the, the brand, you know, walking into a core title 
a core abstract or, or any of our affiliate names and companies under the core umbrella, you want that same look and feel. And you want them to have that same brand. It's almost like walking into Starbucks and they say, oh, we don't serve coffee here. So, you know, you want to make sure that you have that. So that's one thing that we've been struggling with. And obviously, it's a retention of good employees and also finding new ones. Oh, man, yeah. that's, that's always a struggle to find the really good people out there. Um, after doing a lot of reading, um, you also come across the ideas of that not everybody as an entrepreneur is going to be like you. They're not going <laughs> yeah. to think like you. They're not going to maybe have your work ethic. And that's okay. Um, but, you know, as I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's kind of funny. Everybody knows the saying the world needs ditch diggers, too. And I don't mean that <laughs> with a negative connotation. I just mean that some people are just really OK with sitting behind a desk and hiding behind maybe an email uh, address or whatever. And that's cool. And then other people are just really want to be out there in the world talking with other people. And that's OK. So you, you got to make sure that you put those right people in the right positions so they can excel and, uh, and build their career. Absolutely. Yeah, that's such a theme lately. It's just been such a struggle for so many small business owners. First question I'm going to hit you with is, um, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges and obstacles you're facing right now? Um, you know, just from like a personal perspective. Personal side. Uh, <laughs> <the non-business place. laughs> yeah. um, you know, the biggest thing I, I'd say it, it's you get to a certain point in your life where there's a work life balance. Right. For me, I'm at the stage where, you know, starting family, you know, going in that direction. And it's also spending quality time with the people I, I care about the most. You know, earlier on in my career, I could spend five or six nights out and about networking, going to, you know, various different events and you name it. And with no recourse or, or no deterrent or anything <laughs> of that nature. But now, you know, there's some quality time that I'm going to spend with my family, you know, with my girlfriend and, uh, you know, and building on those things. So, it's you, you get to a point in your life again where the the struggle between uh, work life and personal life and making sure that you give that quality time to everybody um, it's a struggle it is and um, you know some days you win and other days you lose <laughs> absolutely oh I totally hear you I mean as an entrepreneur it's so hard to like shut it off sometimes you know because uh, gosh I actually started um so I started a cleaning business whenever I first quit my job at Apple and. As soon as I started it, I mean, that's it. It was like built to be a business that I can run and have work-life balance. And that's what I actually titled my company. <laughs> there you go. It's house cleaning. Um, so, so, all right. Um, let's jump into another kind of personal question. So, Brian, what are some things that make you happy? Oh, man. There's, there's a <laughs> very long list. How much time do we have? Yay. Um, let's go. Yeah, sure. A lot of things. Um, honestly, just spending quality time with family and friends. Um, you know, when you're out there all the time working or networking or, you know, entertaining or whatever it is, sometimes just being home, you know, having a glass of wine with somebody that you care about, you know, sharing some laughs or a drink or traveling. I love to travel. Uh, love to, you know, check out different destinations and cultures and you know, what makes people tick. That's always fun for me. I love just understanding why people think the way that they do, um, even if they have a totally different opinion than mine. Um, so that's cool. Golfing, yeah. love the golf. I'm a big golfer. Um, you know, if I can get down and spend some time, whether it's, you know, geez, I've golfed in eight degree weather. I've golfed in 95 degree weather. I've, you know, I've done the whole thing. I, I've traveled around a little bit and played anywhere I could. Uh, reading a good book, um, playing with my pup, Molly. I have this little two-year-old dog. She is adorable, um, and she might, you know, jump on and hit a squeaky toy or something like that during the podcast. <laughs> so if that comes about, you guys know what's going on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. I, I just try to take joy and pride in the little things in life. 
Excellent. Yeah, I know. I'm right there. Like, I love like what you said about learning what makes people tick because, you know, I'm the same way. I just think people are so fascinating. (laughs) It's, it's so interesting too, when you meet people at different stages, I almost call it like a ladder of like, um, you know, where they're at, like, whether it's like emotional maturity or, you know, where they're at just with their thought process. And it's so interesting to see where people are and just picking their brain. And, um, so yeah. So, so what's your favorite place to visit? You said you like to travel. Is there a favorite location? Uh, I like to check out, I like to check out of the world and life. And so places with low cell phone reception is great. Um, there's a nice, that's a, a good, a good favorite of mine. In fact, I'm going back. I'm going to try to make it as a tradition every November to go to Tulum, Mexico. It's about an hour, hour and a half south of Cancun. Um, back when I used to go there in my 20s and now in my late 30s, that it, it was a non-kind of touristy destination. You know, you would travel down a road out in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, you know, here was like a Swiss Family Robinson kind of vac- you know, family <laughs> vacation destination or whatever. But now it's a little bit more touristy because people have called on or whatever. But um, I like it. It's just you just check out. You know, it's it's not the hustle and bustle of, the Radisons and the, and the, I mean, the, you know, Wynn hotels and, you know, anything of that nature. Um, not, not, don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. I think that's awesome. <laughs> um, but sometimes I like to kind of check out to where the phone doesn't ring and the emails come in and, and, and just enjoy, you know, a sky with no light pollution. Gosh. Yeah, no, I'm totally. So I actually just got back from a vacation in Jamaica, um, location called Jackie's on the reef. And it's so crazy. This place, it's almost like glamping, (laughs) you know, it's almost like camping. Okay. Okay. So camping on the beach, like, so you're right on this reef and the, the, we actually stayed in like a dome. It was like a hut with like banana leaves, like as the roof. And I mean, the shower was outside, the bathroom was out. I mean, it was pretty wild, yeah. um, but the whole retreat is actually designed and we didn't really even know this. It's designed to like reconnect with nature and kind of oh. to get yourself balanced and heal yourself. And they purposely, I mean, you don't have Wi-Fi. I mean, you can get it if you absolutely need it. Right. Um, but you were so disconnected and, um, the place, I mean, it's so incredibly cheap too. It's like 150. It ranges from like 150 to 180, depending on the season. Mm-hmm. And with that, that's per day and you get yoga, breakfast, dinner. I mean, and it's all farm to table. It's just, it's oh, wow. pretty cool retreat, but Jackie, um, the owner of it, she's uh, like over 80. She's this amazing woman who just has a phenomenal story. (laughs) And, um, I just tell people it's for a very select few, but it is a healing retreat. I mean, you go and you just have to chill. Um, so I love that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, seriously, highly recommend. But, um, so what about, uh, a favorite book? Do you have like a favorite book that you recommend to people? Um, Man, there, there's a lot of great ones. Um, can I name some favorite authors? Is, is that better? Yeah, no. yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Um, you know, there is actually, you know what? I'm going to walk down. I'm going to stall a little bit to go to this, this selection of books that I have. <laughs> um, I actually started reading like heavily, I would say, whew, that's, uh, maybe last September. And I really came across some really good ones. Um, Simon Sinek, fantastic author. Loved him. Loved him. Um, Stephen R. Covey. He's great. Joe DeSiena. Um, Jordan B. Pearson. I mean, a lot of these guys, um, just fantastic, fantastic people, um, that, um, really could just kind of make you think in a different way. I love Joe D. Siena. He wrote a book called the Spartan way. It was Mm. a book really just to kind of get out of your own way, get you up off the couch, a lot of tough love that I'm okay with that. 
Um, some people aren't. <laughs> so yeah. if, uh, <laughs> if you're not in for a good kick in the pants, then I don't recommend reading it. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's so many, so many great ones uh, that I could recommend. But what I would say is, is just start with some bestsellers that are out there and, you know, read the back of a book and you'll get into it. Um, what really kind of got me going, what reinvigorated me was Start With Why by Salman Sinek. Um, yes. You know, I was at actually at a point in my life where I was kind of bored with where I was at and I wanted some change and I was kind of losing the reason as to why I was getting up in the morning and that kind of, you know, yeah. brought me back down to zero in a good way and then got me started over again um, and I was running everything. Love it. Love it. And how, um, how many years ago did you read that book? Oh, um, that was, uh, geez, that was about a year, about a year or so ago. Um, Excellent. Before that, I'll be honest, I was one of those people where I didn't read maybe some magazines here and there, a short article, something on my, like a, like my iPhone or whatever. I just wasn't a big reader. Um, but I got into audiobooks. Audiobooks are fantastic. I love them. Um, oh, I love you, know, it. you know, you can listen in your car, you can, you know, while you're at the gym, in the shower, that's my favorite thing. After I come back from the gym, I throw it on my Bluetooth speaker. And I mean, there's a, at least 15, 20 minutes of me getting ready, um, you know, and listening to a book and getting some knowledge. Yeah, no, I, I love, I have the Audible app. Um, yeah. And man, I download like a book a month and it's so crazy. Like I know like Mark Cuban, uh, the, you know, he's like huge on like just reading every single day, but yeah. Audible's fantastic. Oh yeah. Um super cool so uh next question for you so people might be surprised to know about you so what is something people might be a little surprised to know about you i'm a very good dancer whoa i can hold my own on the dance floor um I, I i really do enjoy a good music beat actually my favorite stuff to listen to believe it or not is 80s freestyle um, you know, you know, eighties <laughs> music in general, I'm just a kid. I was raised in the eighties and nineties. And so that's kind of where, you know, my heart is. Um, so, you know, when you see, uh, shows like stranger things come on yes. and then you just reminisce about the old time, about how shows were done and people, what they wore and, you know, it's just, it's nostalgic. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of great teams and a lot of great artists that we grew up with that, you know, I, so have you seen stranger things? You oh said? yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, uh, definitely got hooked on, you know, season one immediately. Um, my girlfriend's kind of mad at me because we were, I think on episode two of the newest season, I think they're on the third one and, uh, <laughs> she left, went back <clears throat> to her house and then I just like binge watched the rest of them. Um, you did oh the cardinals sin i did i did but you know what i'm also a fan of the blacklist and she like watched like 10 episodes past me so (laughs) nice awesome all right so my next question for you is do you have like a favorite quote or like a favorite joke (laughs) that you always um so my father uh, growing up, he had a lot of what I call Bruceisms. Um, his name is Bruce, and you know he, he he just had so many calming different things that you know that kind of you know eased me as a kid, and that I now use um, you know on, on a day to day basis. Not only just with myself, but family and friends. You know, like sometimes when you're just having one of those really really tough days, and you can't get past it, he would always say, "Hey, man, sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield." You know, Aww. you know, um, you know. There's uh, you know, little stupid things. Strivers achieve, dreamers believe. I'm not a real big dreamer. I'm more of a doer. So, um, you know, I, I love people that, you know, put things into action. Don't get me wrong. I think dreaming big is awesome. But if you just think about it and you don't do anything to make it, 
then to me, that's fruitless. So I think, you know, if you're going to dream big, then you got to think big and you got to act big. So, um, you know, there's, there's so many different things you could say, uh, favorite joke. Oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not good (laughs) at telling jokes. Maybe, uh, I'm more on on the sarcasm side. So I'll leave that to maybe somebody else. I'm not even going to try to do, do a joke there. (laughs) I'll totally screw that up. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. And, and that's kind of cool. That's really cool that you say, you know, you got some things from your dad and, and some quotes and stuff like that. And like, I, I have a few things that my dad told me that like literally every single time, like I'm having that bad day mm-hmm. or that, you know, day where I'm like laying in bed and I'm like, Oh my God, like really? And one thing that he told me was, you know, no matter how bad things get, mm-hmm. it will always get better. Sorry, yeah. You know, so no matter how you're feeling and it's like, I can't tell you how many times in like high school, something simple like mm-hmm. that, you know, like makes you feel better. And, you know, when you're going through rough patches, even in adult life, it's like, well, guess what? You know what? It's a season. It's going to pass. It'll be exactly. okay. Night um, is always darkest you know, before the dawn. Right. All those good things. Yeah. And he was like, always go for a run too. He was like, if you were depressed, he was like, just get on the treadmill or go outside and run, <laughs> like clear your mind. And, you know, it's like nature's medicine. And, <laughs> you know, it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, so awesome. So, uh, the next question I have for you, you kind of answered, you touched on with the Simon Sinek, but is there like another book or podcast or person that kind of changed your mindset, you know, to, to more of a growth mindset? It definitely sounds like you, you know, read a lot of like self-development and and books that are inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any one of those authors that I've named before, um, uh, the one gentleman that's escaping me. What was it? Uh, Think and Grow Rich. What was the gentleman that named? Uh, yeah. Uh, son of a gun. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, Napoleon Hill. Yes. Is it? Yes. Napoleon Hill. Fantastic. Um, yes. Uh, highly recommend. Anybody's listening, read that book. He has a whole bunch of other great books as well. Um, but some of these authors, what I loved about it is, um, so I have a degree in psychology. Um, I, you know, coming back from what we were talking about before of how I just love and enjoy how people think and why they act the way they do. But these authors that I've all read from, they not only just talk about why people did those things, but you know, what their mindset was and you know, what made them succeed. Like for example, Napoleon Hill talks about Henry Ford and when he was so successful and he was literally standing in front of Congress and they were, you know, blaspheming him and, Essentially just saying, you know, you shouldn't be in the power position that you are because you, you know, didn't get a degree from, you know, Princeton and all these other things. And he's like, well, you know what? I might not know all these things, but at any given time, I know the right person to put in front of me that does have that knowledge. I have the best physicists in the world. I have the best engineers in the world. And I, with a push of a button on my desk, you know, they're there for me to answer questions, to review and, you know, to extrapolate some, you know, good ideas. So what I can say is that I love listening to how these guys think. And, and just in general, I just try to take little nuggets from every book that I read. I'm not going to yeah. you know, agree with every single thing that they say, uh, but there's some things that just really pull away from or, or a takeaway that I can pull from, from those books. Um, I, I honestly, I, I pull a lot of things from movies too. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things, I don't know if you guys, have, it was a terrible movie. I don't think it was a box <laughs> office, you know, blockbuster or anything like that, but it was, uh, if remember Bruce Almighty, there was a sequel to that, Evan Almighty. I'm not sure, but there was... Wait, so did that have Steve Carell in it? It did, Steve Carell. That... Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, so Steve Carell, he ends up becoming like quote unquote Moses in this thing, and he's literally getting like the long beard, and he looks like he's from biblical times, and yeah. and it is what it is. And and his wife, you know, it's it's today. It's taking place in this time period, and she can't understand it. She doesn't get. It. He's literally building an ark outside their home, right? 
Yeah. And so, um, or, or Noah rather. So, um, so the deal is she's sitting there and Morgan Freeman plays God in the situation and she's upset and, you know, he's, he's sitting there and she says, you know, she's a, you know, a, a, a biblical, biblical person, a, you know, a God fearing person I imagine in this movie. And she says, I'm praying and, you know, this and that, and I just don't understand my husband or whatever. And then Morgan Freeman, as he's listening to her, sees this in the story of, you know, the arc on the TV, because it's like big news. And she's like, you know, kind of, you know, putting her hand in her head or her heads in her hands or whatever you want to say. And the thing is, and he's like, let me ask you a question. He's like, if somebody sits there and says, you know what, um, God, I need courage. He's like, do you, do you think that when you pray to God and you pray for courage, he just all of a sudden gives you courage with a snap of a finger or does he give you the opportunity to be courageous? You know, if you need to, you know, be less fearful or less anxious or whatever, do you think God just bestows that characteristic on you or does he give you the opportunity to have that characteristic? And all of a sudden, this is even just going to give me goosebumps just thinking about it. But yeah. you think about those moments in time when you need strength, when you need to get past the situation. And honestly, that's your opportunity to be courageous. That's your opportunity to be awesome. That's your opportunity to be, uh, to be your best self. So when I really started pulling all these things together, that's something that really hit home for me. So something I really loved. Wow. I absolutely love that. It's, it's such that it's that mindset that things happen for you, mm. not to you, Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. and it's like, I totally agree. And actually, I mean, myself on my own developmental journey, like in the last couple of years, I can't tell you, like, I was that person who every time something fell in my lap, you know, whether it was taxes or business stuff or, you know, a customer or a client or something happening, like I always just got so stressed out. Mm -hmm. And I just did that one thing. I mean, exactly what you're saying, like shifted my mindset. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start using this as a learning, like a stepping stone. Yes. And I swear to you, every single time things have gotten so much easier. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like, okay, all right, I got this. And it's like, oh yeah, three flat tires. All right, I got this. <laughs> like, you know, that just means I need to have a bigger, you know. Yeah, like, or maybe fund, there's a couple right? nails in the driveway. <laughs> we got to figure this out. Exactly. Like it was so funny because when we started this podcast episode, the the lights in my house went out. So the lights in the house went out yep. and then all of a sudden people started texting me and calling me and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. You know, like <laughs> we're going to bob and weave. And it's like the old me is like, ah, you know, but now it's like, ah, it's all right. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I love it. But there I, was, I um, actually am. Yeah. yeah. Can I, can I throw one more in there too? Is yeah, okay? totally. Um, there's this great show. There's a lot of great YouTube shows on now. So if you guys have ever had an opportunity, just go on YouTube, aside from just random, randomly looking up some funny stuff or, you know, cats in, in pools and I don't know, whatever else they're doing <laughs> or jumping away from cucumbers. I don't know whatever they do now, but <laughs> what I can say is there's some good shows on there and there's one, um, it, it's basically this guy interviews, um, a star celebs and I'm not talking like D listers. I'm talking like the top of the top. He had Kevin Hart. He had, you know, Key and Peele, all these other guys in this particular episode, he had Johnny Knoxville. And what they're doing is they're eating really, really hot barbecued wings. And so as they're progressing through, I think there's about 10 of them and they keep on going up in the level of hotness. I think there's levels called the Scolio level or something like that. It's crazy. Um, you learn random things from the internet, but, um, but either way, at the end of this, he gives an opportunity for each of the stars to say something. And each and every time, <laughs> despite these guys crying or probably being high from all, the, all the, the hotness of these wings, they always come down to a zero and they really just give a good message. And Johnny Knoxville's message was awesome because, you know, we've all watched Jackass and how he got famous and everything. But yeah. he said, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. 
Oh, yes. That oh, great? my God. That's so you know, true. The fact that yeah. sometimes people are so afraid to fail, so afraid to make mistakes that they're not trying hard enough and they take the easy route. So yeah. I would say don't be afraid to fail. Learn from your mistakes and, 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 you know, take those as opportunities, you know, to grow, to be better. But if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. So I love that one. I love it. Yeah. And what is the, uh, do you know what the YouTube channel is called? Oh, I mean, I'm sure I can search, uh, do you know search what? like hot wings. <laughs> it, as soon as we post this somewhere, my buddy's going to talk about it. Um, okay. Oh man. I, do you know what? It's escaping me at this moment. I'll, I'll All right. tag it. I'll tag it in there somehow. I'm, I'm not sure, but. All right, guys, we'll add that to the show notes uh, when we find that, but that sounds like super, uh, super entertaining. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it definitely is. Awesome. All right. Well, I am going to just out of respect for your time, um, I'm going to kind of wrap things up. Um, but you know what? Why don't you give us like three words to describe yourself? Um, cool. I know this is kind of a weird random question, yeah. but I really love it because I like to see what people pick for themselves. And then after that, just to follow that up, I want to know, what do you love about yourself? You know what? Um, I love the, my ability to, to sometimes just critically think um, uh, to try to put myself on the other foot. Uh, we were talking about before learning from our parents. And the one thing my mom always said to me, even as a little kid, put the shoe on the other foot, put yourself in your, in their shoes. Um, so for me to have that ability to understand how people think, and then maybe not get mad at them so much because maybe their environment was different from mine, or maybe they came from a different scenario. I can think in that way. Um, maybe a second thing that I could really hone in on is, um, you know, I, I just like to listen. I love to listen to people and I love to hear what they have to say. Well, um, maybe they know something that I didn't. I heard one time the thing that made Socrates so smart wasn't the fact that he just had a no lot of knowledge or that he was surrounded himself by great people, but that he knew that whether there was somebody that was a bum on the street or whether they were a senator or a doctor or engineer or whomever they were, there was somebody out there that might know something that he doesn't. So I love the, the thought that Somebody might know something I don't, so I want to hear what they have to say. Um, and the last part is, I, you know, I just enjoy being around good people, so loving life. Um, so uh, was it uh, my buddy John, John Rothmel? He had his 40th birthday party, and the theme of it was, you know, live like the, the, uh, the next day doesn't come or something of that nature. I, I think that's a Zach Brown band um, or, or one of those. He's going to yell at me for messing that up. But, <laughs> but either way, it's, uh, it's, it's a great theme. And I'm not saying just live crazy and, and, you know, all over the place, but, you know, taking the moments that you have, you know, um, there's a great video called, uh, I think it was called look up of the things, you know, get away from your smartphone and, and take in some moments, you know, so if you're watching some really awesome things that you'll probably never, ever see again, maybe put the phone down or look around yeah. the phone, you know? So, um, yeah, there's maybe some three things I could, you know, jump on there. Excellent. No, I love it. So everyone, again, this is Brian McGarty from Core Title in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. And just to wrap it up with a few nuggets, I mean, takeaways that I really got from you, Brian, is, you know, just don't be afraid to fail, right? Those mm -hmm. out there who are afraid to maybe take a step. Um, I mean, that is apparent, obviously, that's huge. <laughs> uh, grow, be better, <laughs> yeah. actually take action, you know, don't just be a dreamer. Uh, put yourself in other shoes, listen, and just the power of connection. So Brian, thank you so much for taking the time, uh, you know, and jumping on the podcast and sharing your story with others. Mm -hmm. uh, super, super awesome. And uh, just thank you again. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Well, have a great day, guys. And again, this is another episode of Nancy's Nuggets. Hope you have some takeaways and tune in for next time. Thank you. 
Thank you again so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and basic review. And of course, share this with others. Thanks, guys, and have a wonderful day. Bye.